Hello friends and welcome back. It has been way, way, way too long. I am getting really bad at this. I am terrible. Oh my god. Um, and it's not even so much uh, my inability to keep a schedule. It's just the inability to find time for myself. Um, <laughs> not that I'm complaining. Wouldn't change it for the world. It is phenomenal being a mother um, and blessing that words cannot describe. Um, those of you that are parents, you get me. Um, those of you that aren't, well, you'll find out. But either way, I thought, you know what? It's been way too long. I've basically accumulated a couple films here and just put too much on my plate. So you know what? We're going to just look at this as a relaxed fit and basically cover a couple different films that I've watched over the last little while because as I said it's been far too long um and uh yeah essentially you know love to hear what your thoughts are but essentially just gonna go over a couple uh couple films that I've seen and uh what my thoughts were uh starting off with The Green Knight so um I'm gonna give this like maybe a six out of ten like it was enjoyable and I know I know the fans out there you guys freaking love it you were obsessed with it um, and yes it, it's enjoyable but um, honestly I, maybe I just went into the film not knowing anything and I really shouldn't have this film requires a little more information um, especially if you don't really know much about you know like King Arthur and his knights and uh and the quests all of that and essentially the fact that this is based off a specific poem uh the 14th century poem sir gawain and the green knight so all of this information uh i found out post in post and uh you know helped me appreciate the film quite a bit more but um my husband and i when we put it on essentially we we sat there and just kind of were like huh what and it wasn't until I found out more, started telling him about it, that he's like, whoa, you know, that's actually pretty cool. But, like, they just obviously wasn't portrayed very well. Um, and maybe we were just not paying attention. Who knows? You know, as new parents, it kind of does happen. It sort of drift off when a movie comes on. But, um, you know, there was unbelievable landscapes, great fighting scenes, you know, just well edited. But at the same time, it just, the dialogue... It was so boring. Uh, just, bleh, wasn't wasn't one of my favorites. But I will say, you know, it's unlike any medieval uh, film that I've ever ever seen, which um, which kept me uh, kept me on the edge of my seat for that little bit, and um, you know, definitely hooked uh, nonetheless. But again, we're looking at like a C plus B minus here. <clears throat> now, next out of the gate. Uh, basically decided to visit and what I guess would be considered a cult classic. I recall seeing the cover of this film when I would visit the local, uh, you know, convenience store to rent, uh, rent whatever film I uh, desired. But um, this one, essentially, it just never really totally caught me. Perhaps uh, I just wasn't quite old enough yet to truly appreciate it. But uh, Jennifer Lopez's and Vince Falls's Vince Vaughn's vehicle, The Cell. Uh, different. Very, very different. Um, very visceral, artistic um, interpretation of serial killers. 
Um, I do have to say that portrayal of the serial killer though, phenomenal. It was so well done. I can understand. Um, and I really wish, like I said, this is a relaxed fit. I'm going in here, you know, without my research. So when that tends to happen, I tend to be wrong, but, um, either way, we're not going to take a guess at it. The actor that played our serial killer in the cell, I can totally understand why his wife, uh, refused to basically share a bed with him or, you know, hang out with him for a couple weeks after that is disturbing stuff. Um, especially the first scene where you kind of see his, uh, motive operandi and how he kind of goes about his, uh, basically is uh, finishing it. Ugh, ugh, disgusting. But um, that being said, it was entertaining. I just felt like the ending was a little rush. And um, essentially, I just felt like we could have got a little more into it. Perhaps this is me just sort of taking modern film and kind of applying that to these classics from 2000, 2001, where, you know, they didn't really have the technology to explore these points that I'm thinking of, um, you know, just the CGI wasn't there, that kind of thing. But I just, perhaps I'm looking more into the house that Jack built and how much I and loved the exploration, the development of our bad guy. And in this case around, you know, we don't completely have that. It sort of turns more into a, let's say, Catherine uh, storyline. And not that I didn't mind that, but I just would have preferred if they didn't take the whole damsel in distress and really, you know, allowed her to pull herself out of this. I, I, I don't know. As soon as Vince Vaughn got pulled into the whole thing, I just, just kind of lost it for me. Um, and then the whole back and forth with the kid, it just didn't quite feel it. But at the same time, there was still some pretty incredible scenes. Um a pretty interesting plot line when you think about it like to enter a catatonic serial killer's mind like that's so cool but uh, at the same time there's just little bits that fell flat so i'm gonna give this probably like a you know a b b plus I'm looking like a seven out of ten now that being said saving the best for last year folks so next up we have ty west vehicle x and i gotta say loved every minute of this why what was i thinking waiting so long to see this uh it, so good to see a new slasher so so good and just the development of it the plot everything it was like a little homage to texas chainsaw but at the same time it was completely different it was totally new and i absolutely loved that but um that being said it had its moments that were a little slow, but um, there is enough sex and tension to keep everybody entertained. Um, you know, new age, this would be like a OnlyFans shoot at an Airbnb. And uh, interesting. Loved the dynamic between the characters. And then, of course, bringing Pearl into the whole mix. I cannot wait, wait for uh, our new film, Pearl, this She's got to be my new favorite slasher villain. Um, she's just more terrifying than Jason. And everything about her. Oh, she's so eerie. And as I said, that Texas Chainsaw reinvented vibe it is so well done. It is magnificent. And just 
like I said, there's just enough to totally make it Ty's own. So I got to give him mad props. This is definitely going like 8.5, 9 out of 10. Now, last but not least, probably my favorite film of 20, uh, well, favorite horror film of uh, 2022. This one is unlike anything I've ever seen. And at the same time, absolutely no dialogue. So to play the trailer for you, we're going to do something in completely new in Scareview history. I'm basically going to read out the little bits of information for you. So this time around, guys, I want to check out the 20, uh, <clears throat> 2022 new feature, um, which essentially was completed in 2021. But anyways, we'll get into it. Uh, this is Phil Tibbetts stop-motion live-action hybrid horror film, Mad God. Comes a nightmare, 30 years in the making. Streaming only on Shutter. That's right, folks. Um, wow, this one was uh, was fascinating. One of those ones I put on and just could not look away. And um, the artistic value in this alone is just mind-boggling, beautiful, magnificent. All the words under the sun, um, and it's it's fascinating. Um, now the story, I honestly. I think it's different for everyone who watches it. <laughs> um, it. Honestly, to me, it's a fever dream. Um, there's no dialogue. There's no sound. And essentially, we're taken away by this assassin uh, through a wasteland. Now, what is this wasteland? I mean, personally, to me, it seems to look like our own current humanity after years of decay. Perhaps it's a metaphor for hell. Um, our assassin main character, of course, he's equipped with, uh, with a bomb and... Uh, is set out on planting this, but uh, essentially, of course, he is, well, essentially kidnapped, apprehended, whatever you want to call it, and uh, to my astonishment, got to witness one of the most gory animated scenes ever, those sounds, the everything, um, but at the same time, absolutely loved it. It was fabulous. That stop motion, everything, it was just so cool. And I also love just the mix in with like live action. Um, of course, the stunning visuals, the representation of each level and how you want to, you know, interpret it. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, looking into it a little bit more, I mean, Tibbet began filming this uh, basically, essentially, uh, back around Robocop 2. So. 
really good in like 1980s, but at the same time, right around Jurassic Park, this led him to believe that uh, the days of stop motion were over. So he shelved the project. Um, 20 years later, of course, with the encouragement of friends from the studio to begin working on the project. <clears throat> and uh, of course, if it wasn't for help uh, from a Kickstarter itself, this never would have made, uh, you know, basically made it. And uh, on top of that, the Kickstarter, small group of volunteers, um, and just that small loyal fan base allowed him to uh, to essentially create his dream. And um, premiering in 2021 at the 74th uh, Locarno Film Festival, Shutter would acquire the distribution for this plan and uh, for this film, planning a limited release and of course live streaming. Because limited release was essentially only two theaters, so you're looking at $8,416 being made. But uh, either way, I'm sure um, streaming-wise, once those numbers come in, this one will certainly do well. Now, uh, currently holding a rating of 91% with 43 reviews. Uh, the main consensus, a rich visual treat for uh, film fans, Mad God proves that even in the age of CGI, the cinematic allure of stop-motion animation remains strong. And I certainly couldn't agree more. Uh, guys, I hope you're all doing well in this crazy world out there. Um, of course, things seem to be returning to normal, but uh, that being said, I cannot but feel that people are forgetting uh, a moral that, you know, the last two crazy years have taught us. And it's just be nice to one another. Oh my God. Oh, like, just insane. So that's all I have to say. Just be kind to one another. It's amazing what just saying hello and treating each other with decency can do. On top of that, my thoughts go to anyone, um, you know, mourning the royal family with the royal family right now. The Queen Mum, you know, of course, being a Canadian, there is still that tie to the royal family. Not the hugest tie, you know, from from my uh, standpoint. Uh, wasn't exactly raised in a household that was very dedicated, but definitely followed along, um, you know, found uh, each one fascinating and... uh, Queen Elizabeth was one hell of a woman, my God. Um, So my thoughts are with everyone uh, mourning and, of course, uh, essentially, you know, wishing her spirit, all of that, uh, you know, the best in the journey on to the beyond. Uh, Guys, like I said, I hope you are all doing well. Of course, if you have a review you'd like me to do, I am all ears. I love a good suggestion. Hit me up on Twitter and or Instagram. As always, guys, I uh, wish you all the best and you know the rule. Keep calm. Stay creepy.